Yes, joining us today on our farmer panel, Seawyn Harris out of Central Hawke's Bay, the resident Liberal here on the country, Grant McNational McCullum, well I guess that's in the name, joining us out of Northland. Uh, look Grant, you're the one who was champing at the bit when I texted you last night to say come on the show today. You said yeah, well there's, there's not much to talk about, is there Ro? What have you made on the, the happenings over the past few days? Good afternoon uh, and Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you and, and the listeners, everyone. Yeah, well, actually, to be fair, it was quite a surprise when the Prime Minister did come out and say she's, she's uh, resigning. Uh, but when you thought about it, the reasons why, you could understand it. Yeah. Um, and and um, a couple of things I'd just like to say initially, well, uh, uh, I wish her and her family all the best for the future. Uh, and and it's been, it's being Prime Minister of a country is tough, hard work. But um, what uh, what it's really frustrated me, and I... I Believe me, I want this government replaced because that's, that's where I come from. We want, I want to change a government. But what I don't feel comfortable with and I'm not, is, the, is the level of vitriol and nastiness that's been directed at her, particularly in the last 12 months. And I just think that's something that we don't need in our politics. I understand why people might take some of the decisions she's made personally and the government's made personally, but we don't need to go there. And just finally, I sometimes... You've got to look for leadership in the space from maybe a younger generation. And actually, um, my daughter and her friend Finn, uh, my daughter Ian and her friend Finn Ross, put together a, a, a podcast series called Both Sides Now, focused on actually showing you could have a reasoned debate, discussion, disagreeing on policy, but not attack people personally. And I just think, you know, we need as a country to take a step back. Yeah, well said, Grant. And I must say, that's something we really saw coming through, especially all through the COVID times and everything like that. We were seeing yeah. families pitted against families, friends against yeah. friends, uh, irreparable, irreparable, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, anyway, uh, damage that was not able to be repaired due <laughs> uh, yeah. to relationships and families. And it was just so incredibly sad to see. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts? Oh, I agree entirely with Grant. It was very well said, Grant. Uh, you know, we, we, we want to be better than this as a country. It, this trend is happening overseas and social media has driven it a lot, of course. People being able to platform um, and often anonymously from, you know, just keyboard warriors. But, you know, the sort of, the amount of heat, whether you like her or not, or agree with her policies or not, the heat that, that she and her family have taken, you know, when they've got security guards, uh, you know, around all of them, yeah. including, including the child. I mean, we don't want this for Hipkins and we don't want it for Luxon uh, or whoever comes next, you know. We... We just need to back off and um, disagree with, with people and their policies, but just not get to the sort of personal levels that she's had to experience. Was some of the problem here that the buck stopped with the Prime Minister, that she was seen to be responsible for the direction the party was headed in, for every single decision, it all came back to her? Yeah, and I agree. Ultimately, though, to be fair, and this is where she made an error of judgment, over the COVID period in particular, she fronted everything pretty much for a long time. She maybe at that, maybe looking back, they, the, the, they would have been better off with her just fronting some of the stuff. Because you know what I mean? But if you're fronting it every day, you're owning it every day, and all the big decisions, then, then unfortunately, as leader, you're, you're always as leader in the gun, but that just emphasises it. Chris Hipkins uh, obviously has come out pretty strongly and backtracked almost on a few of Labor's policies, distanced himself from some of the more controversial ones, saying Three Waters, uh, co-governance uh, is confusing. He's absolutely nailed it for a lot of people. Is he going to do enough, Grant, do you think, to topple your national? 
<laughs> it's interesting, eh? You know, I've been talking about this topic with a few people, obviously, and I, I actually think that this Chris Hipkins taking over now has actually made it harder for National to win, simply because the Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, was the focus of the hatred and the driving. It was the driving around it. Um, and so suddenly you've got a new leader who's read the tea leaves, the question's going to be, let's judge him by his actions. What's he actually going to, what changes is he going to make? What, what, look at his cabinet um, appointments. But ultimately, he's still part of a government that, from my perspective, happened to live on so much stuff, and, uh, and that, that's what they're going to be judged on. Steve, it feels like he's the one who's able to backtrack, whereas potentially Ardern was so far down the rabbit hole, the only way for her was to push forward or step aside. Yeah, well, when I when I heard her announcement, uh, I'd already you know decided that Labor was toast and, and that Luxon would 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 be Prime Minister later in the year. But and I thought, well, that's definitely now that is the case. But you know, they had an amazing transition. Hipkins has had a good start, not yet Prime Minister. Uh, you know, selling himself as, as working class from the hut, and and Cipollone, of course, is a Westie. So they they are a completely different flavour for national to deal with than, than what they were dealing with, you know, in terms of the urban liberals of, of Robertson and, and Jacinda. So um, yeah, it, it maybe you know it might be closer than, than expected. Very quickly, guys. Steve Wynne Harris, uh, sheep and beef farmer from Central Hawke's Bay. Weather and track conditions from you. Uh, enormous amount of feed, still very green. But, but haven't had rain, really, for a week, which has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought we would get to the stage with you in January making that claim from Central Hawke's Bay. Uh, Grant McCullum, I know you've really struggled uh, getting your silage off and getting your maize in. Yes, we've had, we've had a fascinating... Well, the last couple of weeks we've had no rain. Fantastic. Well, that's 10 days. But prior to that, we had 250 mils in the first 10 days of the month. Which is unbelievable. We finally gave, we, we finally got the maize in on the 29th of December. And then we, <laughs> and the silage, and the silage we've, um, we gave up trying to harvest from a big pit silage because uh, we lost all the quality. So now we're grazing it off and mulching it. It's been one of those years. There's plenty of grass around. It's farming. We just, you just roll with it. That's farming. You just roll with it. Today's panel, Stephen Harris and Grant McCullum there.